Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and my name is Dr. Kevin Yoon. Here with me today is my esteemed colleague, Dr. Susan Sampson. So, Dr. Sampson, let's dive in and discuss treatment-related adverse events. What are they, and how should we manage them in our patients with acromegaly? That's a great question. You know, we use this term, treatment-related adverse events, often when we're doing clinical trials because they relate to new symptoms the patient develops after they've started a treatment, medical therapy, or intervention. And so these are the kind of symptoms patients may have, for example, when they start a new medication. Um, In our patients with acromegaly, for example, if we're using a somatostatin receptor ligand, patients may experience some gastrointestinal discomfort manifested. um, And in patients, particularly on passereotide, we may see that they develop increased glucose or hyperglycemia. And we've learned from clinical trials uh, using passereotide compared to first-generation somatostatin receptor ligands, octreotide and lenreotide, that the risk of hyperglycemia is higher in patients on passereotide. Um, But we've also learned what makes that risk higher in certain types of patients. For example, uh, those that are at less risk would be those that are younger, less than 40 years of age, those who do not have glucose intolerance at baseline or even mild diabetes on oral agents. So you can really um, look at your patient and and perceive what the risk might be for increasing glucose using passereotide. I think the management of how you treat that glucose is really uh, related to the mechanism of why patients develop hyperglycemia. So we know that passereotide dampens incretin secretion after a meal. So that would be GLP-1 and GIP. So it stands to reason that incretin therapies could be used successfully to treat hyperglycemia. We also know that metformin is a great medication for treating hyperglycemia, and particularly in patients who might have increased insulin resistance, such as from growth hormone. So really, in order to successfully treat hyperglycemia on passereotide, you could consider using metformin, a mainstay of diabetes treatment that we're all very comfortable with. And then also, if needed, adding an incretin-based therapy, which could be a DPP-4 inhibitor or better yet, a GLP-1 receptor agonist that could um, overcome that dampening of the incretin response. Thank you, Dr. Sampson, for a comprehensive overview of uh, treatment-related adverse events. Uh, And I see that um, most of the time we seem to be using SRLs and therefore it's important to be uh, mindful and be aware of the uh, treatment-related adverse events pertaining to SRLs. There's also the occasional use of cabergolin, particularly in uh, mild mild patients with uh, mildly elevated IGF-1s. And in that situation, I think the dosing and sometimes the uh, uh, adverse events of cabergolin can be uh, a problem as well, which needs to be addressed, particularly like postural hypertension, uh, 
occasional uh, GI symptoms, and also uh, that that acromegaly can also be associated with depression, of which carbergling uh, can sometimes affect the mood as well and exacerbate the mental issues associated with acromegaly patients as well. Um, for pegvisomon, I think also there's also the, the use of daily injections, uh, which can cause perhaps local uh, injection site reactions. And not forgetting the fact that one has to be monitoring for potential uh, abnormalities in liver function tests, which uh, often resolves itself upon uh, discontinuing pegvisomon. So I think those are also important points to consider especially if those two medications are considered, particularly in combination therapies with SRLs. So thank you, Dr. Sampson, for providing an, a nice overview of treatment-related adverse events and for also the management of pazirita-induced hyperglycemia. Uh, this has been a great discussion, and that's all we have time for. For now, thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.